0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of Let's Unpack That, a media analysis podcast where we are currently focusing on Berserk until at least, um, I'm going to say 2024 at this (laughs) rate. Maybe 2025. Um, I'm Cheval, and I'm here with uh, my best friend and uh, co-host, Cal. Cal, I wanted to say your last name, and then I was like, maybe not say his last name. I was just happy you have a new last name. But yeah. You exciting. have a new last name. It exists. Not going to tell you what it is. <laughs>
1: Mystery. Go find out on if you can find my social media.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, uh welcome to episode 19. We're back once again to talk about Berserk and we're we're really happy this time because uh we have stuff to talk about that isn't Terrible writing for Casca, um, so I'm oh very excited to actually get into it. And shout out to everybody who's still listening. Um, there are people still like we get like consistent like listeners on every episode, which is cool to see. And I'm just glad people didn't like <laughs> completely drop off uh, after you. episode <laughs> 16. We really appreciate it because I'm sure a lot of people dropped off the manga at the same time. But um, yeah, no, glad glad to yeah. talk about Berserk, especially after having Souls on the brain. So. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, thank you. We really appreciate you guys tuning in, even though the past like three episodes have us just been like, even, like <laughs> Wow, how fucking cool. This is so <laughs> great. Anyways, we're not gonna talk about the chapters that long because they yeah. suck. Um, but no, we appreciate y'all immensely. Um I also uh before we get into uh anything else. I actually have a minor correction. Um last episode yeah. when we were talking about testament, um I had been told, um, and this was before the voice actor was like actually announced, um, yeah. I had been told that English voice testament was voiced by the guy who voices uh Sephiroth. And so I was like, oh, like, it's a guy or whatever. But then, like, literally right after we recorded, um, it was announced that it's actually a trans woman who voice assessment, which is really fucking cool. But I wanted to amend that so you guys know I'm not fucking turf. Um, Yeah, Like, it's actually a very cool voice actress. <laughs> and she's done... A lot of stuff. I think she has like a role in B stars right now too, or something. Uh, she does. Yeah, she does good. work. Name's, uh, I like her stuff.
0: Kaylee. Kaylee McKee. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. No. But so, yeah,
1: just wanted to amend that really quick before we like continue to talk about it because I thought about it like midweek and I was like, oh, I should fix that. Um, so.
0: <laughs> no, and that's awesome. No, I, it's funny because we we talked about it right before the recording, but we both learned that like. We both learn, like, who she was, like, who was actually voicing testament, like, right after. Like, like, literally, like, maybe an hour literally. or two later. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, she has also been in... A lot of people watch Beastars. I've never seen it. I know it's on Netflix. Um, Don't watch but, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you mean the the... It's. I just assumed it was for furries, but we won't get it's into that. It's not good. Uh, it's fucking
1: wild, man. Uh,
0: okay. Oh god. Well. She, okay. And she's also in Genshin Impact. Apparently, Oh, of the
1: good for her.
0: characters that are in there. No, yeah, she's done a lot of stuff, especially in the last few years. Um, she's also in JoJo. Was a couple oh. of different like background voices, but yeah, no. So yeah, shout out to shout out to her for being Testament's voice. I I actually turned on the English dub for a little bit. And I had to turn it back off, because I, I wanted to hear the rest voice, but I had to turn it back <laughs> off, because the English dub is awful in Guilty Gear, for the most part. Some of y'all did a good job, most of y'all yeah. didn't. I'm sorry. I, but, <laughs> most of
1: y'all did not. I would say uh, it's one of the better voices in the game, like, yes. for the English dub. I would say that she did a pretty good job with it, considering, like... I feel like this is so mean. I feel like half the English voice actors just kind of phoned it in on some of it, and I'm just oh like, Can for you sure. It that so monotone?
0: Like, like
1: it's the so bi-
0: bad. the bi- voice actor doesn't even sound mad half the time, and yeah. the I feel like the only good English voices are um, Gold. Lewis has a has a pretty decent English voice. Yeah. Um actually, most of the DLC characters do because I think Chaos's voice is actually pretty decent.
1: Yeah, um, not if it it's not bad. It suits
0: him. Yeah, it it suits him, and I think Saul just sounds like Saul to me. That's what I've kind of heard for his. That's he kind of just. Yeah. That's what I'd assume he'd sound like anyway. But the rest of them, I'm like, oh my god, like May sounds terrible. Oh, my god. Um, Potemkin sounds awful. Uh, we don't talk
1: about
0: Axel. Axel, um, <laughs> you shall not be named. I'm going to reclaim that term from the Turks. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, we're not going to talk about him. But yeah, no, we um, talked about him
2: before. We talked about him before.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it it it's censored, but it's in there. You know, you people who who are too online know what we're talking about. But <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: <laughs> no, you know, but, you know. But yeah, no. Um, but Testament's been Testament's been pretty cool. I am still yes. getting a handle on them uh, in terms of fighting them and in terms of. Using them because I fought a couple online that kicked my ass, but only for like mm-hmm. one round. Then they were like, I'm gonna do the same two combos, but I'm like, it, it's fair, it's the character's only been out for like a week, so I get it. But, yeah, it's <laughs> pretty new, yeah, it, it's new. Everybody's still learning uh, the game, but um, yeah, no, they're they're really fun. But this is like to me, one of the first like actual zoners we have that isn't like a character that still kind of wants to get in close because you know, there yeah, are I zoners, but. You know they like don't even really want to get like super close to you unless you're already like getting juggled so i don't know i'm still learning how they work but interesting character i this is just challenging me right now because i'm like how does this work what kind of fighting game is this again but you know right. strives too simple as some people say but
1: yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's too easy it's too there's easy. nothing complex about it and that's why everyone plays jacko um <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, me me saying uh, uh, testament complicated, and I'm a jacko man. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> about ja- your ass. Ja- Jacko's not even complicated. Anyway, yeah, no, but <laughs> yeah, but um, how have you how have you been liking it? Because I know you've been playing a little more guilty gear than I have recently, because um, attention span.
1: Yeah, attention span and life stuff. Um, I had kind of taken like a bit off. Like I played with you. And then like um, there was a like whirlwind of events this week that yes. happened to me um, yes. <laughs> where we had to like evacuate my sister from a shitty living situation. But it all it all worked out. She's going
0: like, to get you out of there. We're all like,
1: no, but she's all good now. And really we're glad. just figuring out other stuff. But um, I got on last night, actually, and labbed for a while in the um, combo mode. Because I was like, okay, I need to, like, actually learn some things <laughs> instead of just, like, doing shit. And then I played, like, arcade <laughs> mode for a little while to kind of, like, you know, cement some of it in there. But I really like them a lot. Um, I, like, it works with my brain. And I think, like, parts of it aren't as hard for me because it's kind of how... In my brain, I make Eddie work when I play Zato, And so, like, the stuff with the teleporting and, like, planting things and, um, like, pre-planning in that way is already what I have to do. So having a character where I can just kind of, like, whack shit and also do that, I'm like, oh, I actually have, like, strong normals now. So I can do shit along with this. So I'm really enjoying it. It's taking me a little bit to get some of the longer combos but that's just because like i'm fucking bad at combos (laughs) especially like when it's written down for me like i'll have to like take it piecemeal until i can get it because my brain doesn't work like that so
0: i don't know how Um, people i don't know how people like practice going off of notations only because i i feel like i learn strings of combos and then eventually put them together like myself because whenever yeah. I do I'm just going off of paper, if it's, like, more than, like, six or seven buttons, my brain is like, no, I, can't. I don't know what's going on. I, I don't, don't know what you're trying to tell me right now. So, but also, like, the combo trials things help, but those also confuse me the same way. Because I'm like, there's 30 things on the screen. I don't know what you want me to do right
1: now. <laughs> yeah. I'll usually take, like, a few of, like, the smaller ones and then be like, okay, how can I piece it together? I think the right. set plays are pretty good also just because, like... It's kind of combining things a little bit more, so I like that mm. after, like, doing a couple of combos. But, like, I, I don't have a good, like, sequential memory. Like, it was always, like, that kind of pattern memorization was always really hard for me in school it's because i'm dyslexic and i mix things up all the time um so like i really go off of muscle memory and like visually following things so like i'll watch the demos like three or four times and then like glance at the notations and then try to get it but right i like the free practice mode because i can just like slap the restart and go and then i'll usually try the challenge after i can nail it pretty consistently oh yeah um,
0: such a yeah i like that they let you do that because if it was just the trial version i'd be yeah no no i couldn't
1: i'd be so pissed honestly (laughs) like because it's immediately like you fail like no shut
0: up you suck um
1: (laughs) like please (laughs) give me two seconds um no but i i like it um and I like playing them a lot, honestly. It feels very, like, weighty. Um, it does take me a little bit to get used to their timing. I will say that. Mm-hmm. I've been struggling with that somewhat. But I feel like I'm getting the zoning down the distancing and, like, learning how to um, mix up using uh, un- Unholy Diver in Possession. Mm-hmm. So, like, switching between the teleport and the stain properties and stuff. So... I'm getting there. I will probably take it online soon yeah. just to, like, see where I'm at with a human. Yeah, get some practice. Um, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: I, I have to be better about practicing before going online because I'll I'll practice for, like, 30 minutes and then be like, I got the gist of it, and then <laughs> and then go to the park and then just fuck around.
1: Yeah, I think both of us out. have uh, <laughs> the lovely ADHD symptom of, like, this is boring. I'm done now. I'm I want to like do it now. Whatever.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I want to play now. I don't want to wait. Let me get my ass. Then I'm. Then five minutes later, I'm like, why am I getting my ass handed to me? Yeah, no.
1: I know. Exactly. I'm like, wow, I'm the shittiest player in the world. And then I realize I'm not using half my toolkit. And I'm like, no. <laughs> I don't play a character where I can do that. I'm like some people. So
0: maybe.
1: wait, this sweep
0: works. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> wait, this sweep reaches across the screen. Yeah, no.
1: literally i i don't know i've i've really been enjoying it i've seen some interesting discourse around strive recently too which is always like mildly perplexing to me just because like i know people don't like it and i know a lot of people think like it's too simple compared to some other ones and after playing like bits of accent core and stuff i kind of get what they're saying to an extent because it does play very differently so like i understand like Preferring that game style. This is not what I'm talking about. Um, it's just very funny to me whenever someone big, I've, I've said this many times on this podcast, someone big is like, eh, I don't really like this aspect of Strive that much, you know, mm-hmm. and it could be like a very bland, neutral. Right, Kind of like, I wasn't feeling this today. I kind of miss this. And then immediately, like, everyone will pour in and be like, yeah, Strive sucks. Like, Exit was blah, the best blah, game blah, blah, ever. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm yeah. like, okay. we have right. two hours oh, total wow. of
0: play time in Exit. They played Exit for, like, five minutes for Strive came out. Yeah, no. Right.
1: But... I... <laughs> <laughs> I was interested, though, because... Um... I I saw SageM video that got uploaded yesterday, and I was like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll watch that. And I actually watched it right before we started recording. But it's about, um, like, Testament 6P versus, like, other people's 6P or something. Yeah. and How it's, like, not as reactive. And I was like, oh, yeah. I mean, like, and, like, maybe this is just from playing, like, Zato, where a lot of my normals do not, like, challenge people very well. Like, I think... I'm trying to think. Like, his 6P got, like, too buffed, and so they, like, unbuffed it. So you have to kind of, like, choose <laughs> where you use it. His poke is probably his fastest thing and, like, the most consistent thing. But um, right. it's just, like, I've always had to work around that, you know? Like, all of my shit is slower. I have to, like, set things up, all these things. So, like, I think with Testament, that didn't even occur to me. You know, I was like, oh, this one's really slow. I just need to, like shift and yeah. adapt to it. Which is what he was talking about. He was like, I don't know why you wouldn't just, like, you know, you substitute something different. else. Yeah. Yeah, because and, like, it doesn't work, well, so... Well,
0: <laughs> and, and that's the thing about all of these games, right, is, like, people learn about 6P as being, like, the universal anti-air. But, like, I'm sorry, these guys have been designing, fi- designing fighting games yeah. for a long-ass time. Like, yeah. they're gonna make sure they all have different properties. Like,
1: right. <laughs> like, they're but, all like, gonna work differently.
0: Like, 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 for instance, since the game came out giovanna has had a slow 6p and then they had to update it like a couple of days yeah. later because they're like okay it's a little too slow and it's still not the fastest one like there's still people right. with way better 6ps i think jacko still has a better one than a lot of other people but yeah
1: jacko's 6ps mean I don't yeah like
0: no. There, <laughs> I don't there's like a lot it. of yeah exactly like people have so like every time because i feel like this happens every few months we're like especially when a new character comes out right people are like oh right. but this character has this and i'm like but all the characters have different properties to their moves, right? And I, I don't know. I want. I'm gonna. I'm gonna recommend you and listeners who care about fighting games a video because this reminded me how broken, how actually broken a lot of fighting games were. And to be fair, this is Mortal Kombat, right? And Mortal Kombat's always broken, except for like right. I think up until like ten, it's not. That's when it's not being as broken as it was, right? But mm-hmm. um, like people talk about things and strive like it's unfair, and there are characters who were straight up like. Invalid, which isn't true, right? Like their care I think every character in that game is viable. they just some bad matchups. Which that's every yeah, fighting game. Yeah, people
1: talk about on G. <laughs> if, but. It, it,
0: literally, yeah. But if you guys want to talk about broken games, go look up like professional Mortal Kombat Ultimate, World Combat Three, and oh uh, Mortal Kombat One tournaments. <laughs> Those games are broken as fuck. There's so many things that players do that were never intended. You can block things. You can have an infinite block. You can literally do the same where you can just punch repeatedly and hold block. And no matter what the opponent throws at you, you'll block it. You can um, do like infinite combos. Every single character has an infinite combo because people found out ways to like, skip frames and to do mm-hmm. juggles that weren't intended in the way to do juggles so that somebody would stay in the air for like 10 seconds. Like... I love <laughs> like games. yeah like these games are broken as hell and like yeah that makes that's why that what makes them so fun right that's what makes it so competitive right. people find different ways to use it but like we're not in that situation and i feel like now the games are so good that yeah a lot of this stuff is refined it's just about adjusting to your character and now right. people are mad that they hop from one character to another and don't change anything and they're like Damn, yeah. my rushdown style isn't my rushdown style isn't working for Zato for some reason. Like, yeah, because you have to play the character <laughs> differently. Like, I this happens to me every time there's a new DLC character. I'm like, relax, don't play them like Geo. Like, that's not right. how you can play these characters. Because I was doing the same thing with Testament. I played Testament the first day it came out with you, and I was like rushing down most of the time, <laughs> like because yeah, I, I saw, didn't know what to do. I, saw, I was like, I was like <laughs> yeah, and testament isn't super effective that way and i learned that the hard way right so like
2: yeah. i feel
0: like people just are impatient and this is funny coming from somebody who's like probably got an attention disorder but we people literally are,
1: just talked about that.
0: yeah exactly <laughs> but like but like and i'm impatient like i just admitted like i made the, i make the same mistakes but i feel like people will just be like so many bad opinions of like ah oh, testaments uh is 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 trash but like Biken was, you know, uh, broken and OP when she first came out, right? Which is funny because they haven't made any changes to her, I don't think. No, oh,
1: not at all. And but it's like she's already like descending the tier list, and I'm just like, yeah. And people are it's like, you she need sucks.
0: A <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe you guys should take time to let the characters be in the game. Like, like for instance, you know, all all this stuff is just funny because like we're at this point with fighting games where they all. Develop over time, and the game already mm-hmm. is developing over time. But the game's changing more than they've ever changed, right? Because even right. back in the day, like arcades would get revisions, like probably more often than some old fighting games would on consoles, right? Like they go replace mm-hmm. like the software and then they'd add a character or whatever. But now it's gotten to the point where like you'll be learning something and the game changes, and then people like can't handle it, so then they're like, the game's broken. And it's like, no, the game is just changing, you just have to adjust more than you did back in the day. When a game was out, and then you had five years to work with it because there weren't going to be any (laughs) updates. And then everybody learns. Like, I learned the other day that Mortal Kombat 9, there was an entire mechanic nobody knew existed until like three years after the game came out. And it's like you type in a code whenever like something pops up on the screen and you get like a full bar. And this is something people didn't figure out until because the game doesn't tell you about it, it's like a secret. And it's intended to be in the game. But, like, mm-hmm. that's the thing, is, like, we couldn't even figure that shit out back then. Why the fuck does everybody, does everybody think they can figure everything out now? And, like, the games are really that much simpler, right? Like, Strive is still developing. Like, it's getting a season two soon. Probably a season three. I wouldn't be surprised if they got a season three. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I wouldn't no. be happy about that, but oh, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. I, I don't know.
0: It's just fun. It's fun to see communities, like, just have knee-jerk reactions to everything. Yeah. <laughs> and I get
1: it, because, like, I... I am also not immune to this. I mean, happy chaos came out and I was like, man, fuck this character. He's he broken. Shit. <laughs> He's fucking broken. I'd be like, his ass now. Eddie. <laughs> he can like shoot me when I'm underground. I was like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. I don't have like any good defenses against this character. And like, it just took like workarounds. Cause the same thing happened to me with gold Lewis. I, I don't think I, I can't remember if I've talked about it on here, but I fought gold Lewis online in the park and mm-hmm. we went, like, 40 matches, and I lost every single fucking one Oh, of them. yeah,
0: the spin-to-win dude, right? Yeah. Or... Yeah, yeah,
1: he yeah. Kept, <laughs> he kept invincible supering me, and it wasn't even that I wasn't looking for it, because I was. It was mm-hmm. just that I could not react in time and get my combos to work in time. And part of that was just my inexperience, but some of it was also just I didn't know the fucking character yet, too. So I was, like... Watching for these things that, like, I had seen, like, and I think this is also the difference between, like, pro and casual players. Because I've watched pro Gold Lewis footage, you know, and seen, like, what they do. And I'm like, oh, okay, like, I'm prepared for this. I know what that move does as a mix-up. Like, I know this. Right. But then you get someone who plays casual and, like, a lot of, like... A lot of, like, pro players will talk about, like, oh, this isn't, like, the optimal thing or you didn't use it at an Which optimal is... time. But, like, <laughs> casual players aren't going to play optimally. I don't play optimally. No. The, the shit I do, like, I should not get away with half the time because <laughs> it is fucking stupid. <laughs> and, like, it's, it's like a waste of energy. I'm working way too hard to get what I need. And I'm learning how to, like, not do that as much. But, like, this guy, oh, my fucking God. And I think that's what pissed me off because, like... It was so random and like none of it made yeah, sense. And I was yeah. just looking at him like, what are you doing? Like, I know I can beat you, but I'm not <laughs> doing it. And that's what was so infuriating to me. So I had to, I think I had to take like a week off after that. I was really tilted about it. And oh, I, yeah. go, I, like,
0: I remember that all
1: down. I was so.
0: Pissed. No. And, and that's the thing, right. Is like, I feel like there's so many different ways to assume what the other player is going to do or to like assume Mm -hmm. how you should play it because i've I've gotten into that mode before right like there'll be times i'll get into a match with somebody and i'm like prepared to like go like i'm like okay i have to do this if they do this blah 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 and then i'm like Mm -hmm. oh wait they don't block like i'm gonna be fine yeah i don't have to i don't like i can literally do whatever i want because this person won't hold back or they don't low block or something like that or they only low block or something right because um yeah so like it's always fun to like kind of see like how other people play but it also kind of challenges me because I'm always like yeah no I know exactly what they're gonna do and then I'm like I've never seen that combo in my fucking life what is this person doing like and it's funny because you'll see streamers do that too where like they'll even lose the people who like they're like what the fuck is this person doing (laughs) because like somebody's just doing a move across the screen or they're like not finishing half their combos and going into setups too early and stuff like that and it's because yeah and it throws you off play the game yeah like and that's the thing, like the optimal combo thing is funny because I had to stop beating myself up about that because I used to always be like, ah, oh, damn, I didn't finish my combo.
2: Yeah.
0: But now I'm like, no, I just need to like, you know, focus on once I actually focus on like, no, I need to make sure my opponent can't breathe because that's actually how I like to play some characters. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, God, oh, okay, no, I
1: hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, <laughs> yeah. Don't play Cheval Sh- online. Er- ever Eric to
0: Tommy Matt Dash Did Dash. You see just him
1: keep... <laughs> run. <laughs>
0: I'm just going to grab you over and over. Yeah, no. And it's like, I have to play to my play style, but at the same time, like, I don't know. It's it's just, it's easy to get into, like, this headspace of, like, knowing the meta of the game or whatever. And then it can, right. like, f- fuck with your, it doesn't only mess up with your enjoyment, it messes with your ability to, like, actually, like, read your opponent. Because <laughs> you're like, yeah. yeah, the meta is this. And it's like, dude, this could just be some guy who bought the game, has been playing it for a hundred hours, never touched the Reddit, never touched Twitter. He right. Just really fucking fucks with guilty gear and fighting games. He just likes it friends. a lot. Yeah, like mm-hmm. you don't you don't know. Like no, not everybody's you know watching you know rewatching Arc Evo over and over like me. And oh my trying god! To, like load. See what people are doing. <laughs> no, me t- Me too. Right. Me too. No, but
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I lo- love the FGC. It's just all the jerk reactions. That's like a, a specific like characteristic of the FGC. Is like how many knee jerk reactions can we get to something in the first? hour that it's out um, at least 20
1: if not yeah. more um, and if you're yeah, a pro it gets like, doubled
0: the amount of clout so
1: <laughs> literally you see people dropping tier lists like 10 minutes after a new character's out and they're like i played with him in the lab and i'm like did you though <laughs> like yeah. and this is usually people who are trying to like get like expand their audience and so right. like, no people are
2: looking
1: for it and date. i'm like it's <laughs> like wait a day like at least a day but mm. um no i yeah, I think, like, with reading and stuff, because, like, I tend to play characters where you have to read pretty heavily because I don't like super fast rushdown kind of stuff. Cheval um, and I play very differently, which is also fun because mm-hmm. I've learned things from him that I wouldn't have thought of otherwise. And I see him do it and I'm like, oh, that's stupid. I want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um, like, I don't know. Like, I'll go into something and I'm like, okay, this guy's doing this. So that means this is going to happen. And then it doesn't because he like whiffs or something. But then Mm -hmm. I whiff because I was already like planning on countering him. And he'll have like a faster recovery rate on something. And so I'm just like, well, fuck, shit. (laughs) There it goes. See,
0: and that's got to be be way harder for you because you're like, Zato is very much like a set play character. Like, you're trying to get them into situations. So I'm sure that's a lot harder for you.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I've gotten yeah, yeah, yeah. I've gotten a lot better at like recovering from that and like not having as many expectations going in. I think I like watched this one guy do an Anji video, and he was talking a lot about like, how especially in older games, Anji was all about read, but in Strive, you kind of really have to because he's not the best character and doesn't have like the biggest toolkit so you have to really pay attention and like learn to like condition people and stuff and I was like oh that makes sense and so like I started applying a lot of that logic to what I was doing and like forcing people into situations where I could read it and so I'll like just like I won't throw a first round but I'll just like play a first round to see how they respond to like me being really aggressive or me pulling back you know. but it's just. Yeah. Everyone's different. It's all about observation. And yeah, it all depends on how you like to play it. Because, like Cheval and I were talking about earlier, <laughs> some people just like to pick up Ram and then go smack some shit and get yeah, to 410. Just press and slash. <laughs> slash,
0: Slash. Auto combos in the corner because, you know, the explosions do have to work for you. Just, just normal yeah. shit that. Every character has... No, but... And that's the thing, right? Like, I hate RAM, but I can still beat the shit out of some RAMs because, once again, they don't block. But... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, block. there's always... There's always, like, foils. Like, I feel... I, that's why I like Strive, right? I feel like every character has, like, some sort of foil to their game plan. hmm Like, I... I still think some characters... Like, that's the thing, is, like, I used to complain about Saul a lot, right? And I still think Saul is really dumb in some ways. But that's the thing. Every character is dumb shit about him. Um, yeah. The first time I fought Shavar with Biken, he was playing, you know, after Biken came out, he had 30 complaints about Biken. And my very first thought was, I can make the same list of complaints for probably every character in this game, besides like besides like Anji, right? But yeah, y- yeah <laughs> no, there's, there's, there's a lot of different things you can complain about. But th- it's just funny because this is like the big, I think Strive is probably the biggest fighting game right now, right? It's funny because a lot of people were like, oh, KOF 15 is going to like you know, it has, KY50 has a huge audience, but I don't think people realize, like, two different kind of people play those games. Yeah, there's not a lot of overlap. Yeah, there's not a ton of overlap. Like, there's overlap with, like, YouTubers and stuff, and, like, FGC guys, because that's what they do, Mm -hmm. right? All they do is play fighting games. But, like, overall player bases, I don't think they cross over that much, because it's not an anime fighter, right? Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's way different. So, you know, I, I think it's funny that, this game has so many complaints, but it's because it's probably the most popular fighting game of the past like, year <laughs> so. Yeah. So. Basically. Yeah. I
1: think, yeah, it's funny because, like, I remember when I started picking up 14 to get ready for 15 with you because, mm-hmm. like, I was excited because it looked cool and you were really excited about it. So I was like, fuck it, I'll play KOS." Good- you know, game. not knowing what the fuck I'm getting into, <laughs> of course. Um and so, and I remember like talking with some of my um, Guilty Gear friends and being like, oh yeah, like I'm picking up KOF and I'm like doing this and that. And they were like, why? That's amazing, but why are you doing that? Like, like why KOF? You, you play Ew. KOF. But like, because like it's a different kind of skill required. Yeah. Like, it's not that like one is harder or. I do think KOF is harder, but I think it's because my brain isn't used to fighting games like that. I'm used yeah. to anime fighters. My first one was uh, Persona 4 Arena that I played yeah. with Cheval and I cried <laughs> on the floor when, I, <laughs> <laughs> when he was trying to d tree um, But, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, yes, this did happen, yeah. It did. It was, it was not my proudest moment, but, you know, things happen. But, um <laughs> But like KOF is just kind of a new ball game for me and so when we were practicing I was like, oh like I have to do all this but I feel like KOF has helped me clean up Strive a lot because Strive oh, yeah. lets you get away with <laughs> murder as oh, I yeah, input,
0: They put an input buffer change in to Strive, I think a few months into release. Um, mm-hmm. I think it was like September, October. And yeah, the game was already pretty lenient before that. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. Strive is very, which is good. I don't think I cause no, I No, it's
2: a good thing. I'm I think it's a
0: good thing. It's a good it's a it's a good thing, right? Like same. But yeah, KOF, there's sometimes still where like my execution because that's the thing, is like it's just a different gameplay to because I feel like sometimes with anime fighters you are like trying to get your combo out or trying to mm-hmm. like because you use different openings. KOF is like a poking game sometimes like you're just yeah. trying to like get the opening so then you can do crazy shit and do it like really a life bar deleting combo because every single character has one and yeah. it doesn't cost more than like maybe two or three bars like it's it, it's about knowing your character like it, which is funny because it's a game with like 50 fucking characters in it so yeah
1: Jesus.
0: yeah no, and yeah, so it's like a whole other beast, right? And and that's the, the funny thing is like you do see people be like Well, KOF is a harder game to play. And I'm like, Well, there's some people who think Strive is harder than Street Fighter, or that Street Fighter is like way harder than Strive, and it's like, no, those games yeah. aren't harder to play. It's just like they just require different skills. Exactly. Like it's really just different ways of pressing a button. Like but <laughs> but yeah, it's a it's a different game. So it's it's just funny to see like people. Try to compare those two things, and also the the fact they kept calling KOF fifteen like a Strive killer. I'm like, well, KOF is going to come out no matter what. Like, they didn't come out to kill Strive or whatever the no. fact. It, it's just it was like it was going to. They announced this game a while ago. It's just you know it just happened to come out within the same like twelve month period. But yeah, no, yeah, I I like KOF, but yeah, no, not the same game. I'm still not very good at it. I only started playing oh, online. At KOF. I only started winning online, like, recently, so I'm very excited. I don't to play
1: online. <laughs> Funny
0: win some games. Yeah, I don't blame you.
1: <laughs> I play very casually. I, like, I-, I told Chabal this a while ago. I was like, KOF's just, like, a for fun game for me where I can kind of, like, not take... Like, I do take it seriously in the sense that, like, I do mm-hmm. lab stuff and I practice. And, like, I've discovered I really like playing Whip, so I've been working on that a lot. Oh, yeah. And, like, I enjoy certain aspects about KOF, but it's more something that I, like, play with friends and not that like I take quite as seriously as Strive and I've had a lot of fun with it that way so I'm probably not going to change that because I think I would get really mad otherwise (laughs) but it's nice having a game I don't get as mad at and I can just like (laughs) kind of dick around in whereas with Strive I'm like I feel like the dumbest person in the world right now why can't i do this fucking combo? So.
0: <laughs> exactly no it's 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 hard yeah no i'm and that's the funny thing right like i was looking at my hours on each game and i think i'm like 150 hours into strive i think a little over no no it's like 170 or something like that right yeah and on kof i'm reaching like 10 or 15 and then you can tell the difference like like i know what yeah. i'm doing in kof but i cannot win every match i cannot reliably win a match every time i turn a match on i'm like all right let's see. let's see what happens today i don't know what's gonna happen but let's see let's see if i can get at least one character down but yeah no no totally different games but hey if if you're listening to this and you're either, and you're not tired of us talking about this you should you should play all of these games because i need more people to beat fighting games at but um yeah
1: play fighting yeah, no. games yeah, play don't fighting push of the all though
0: good. no play play, um, play me i like to play <laughs> i like to play biken okay. and bully people online it's really funny He's,
1: he'll get he'll like play biken for a bit and then he'll play jacko and then just like completely scramble your fucking brain the, yeah, the hertz, yeah. and then it hurts yeah i like it jacko's like
0: <laughs> cool down just throw shit across the screen and see yeah. what happens yeah
1: <laughs>
2: Let's,
0: Let's rock. rock! This podcast is technically about Berserk, so we have some Berserk to get to today. Uh, um,
2: yeah.
0: yeah, no, but um always down to talk about guilty gear, especially cuz I I don't know, it's so funny. I'm always like I haven't played guilty gear in a while, and that always means like maybe max like 2 weeks for me, which isn't that much yeah. time. <laughs> so, I need to ch- <laughs> need to chill out when I say that cuz it's really not that long. But um no, it's always good to talk about that. But um Berserk is also Berserk's been coming up a lot because of Elden Ring, yeah. which is um, we promised we didn't SEO that up. Like we actually just wanted to talk about Berserk, but <laughs> yes, but um, I think actually I think Super Eye Patch Wolf. I think he put another Berserk video out, which I, I wasn't expecting. Did. Um, I didn't I didn't watch his first one because I didn't I haven't read Berserk and I don't want anything spoiled. But
1: um, yeah,
0: no, I just don't. Yeah, I just, it's funny, because there's so many, like, videos, people are like, if you're interested in Berserk, you should watch this, and I'm like, no, I will not, I will instead, just read it, I don't, I don't want somebody to explain the themes to me, but if that's your type of thing, go for it, I guess, um,
1: yeah, his videos are solid, so. Yeah, yeah,
0: I I like, I like Super Eye Patch Wolf, his, I like his take on, his takes on wrestling and stuff, because I'm nowhere near that world, so it's just fun to see (laughs) what somebody else thinks about all that stuff, um, Right, so we're back, we're back to berserk. We finally are um, getting to the end of Casca's uh, torturous chapters, where we yeah. were deciding to give a shit about her. Um, so last time we did chapter nineteen and twenty, which I'm about to summarize for you guys, so you can catch up to, you know, pretty much just a lot of you know bone smashing and Casca getting you know pinned to the ground and stuff. But we'll, we'll go ahead and talk through it. <laughs> so chapter nineteen. Um, was prepared for death chapter 2 and basically we just caught back up with Casca and Guts after they got surrounded by um, Adon and his men um, <laughs> I forgot what the guy's name was because he was here and gone he was just a really terrible uh, able to stereotype but uh, <laughs> uh, Guts oh, killed Adon's uh, brother um, it started with the S it, right Ah, oh, damn was it I'm pretty yeah I'm pretty sure it was Samson uh, yeah Samson yeah yes yes okay, Samson so uh guts took out Samson and you know him and Koss are back to back getting ready to fight some more dudes after a while um guts kind of turns to Costco and he's like you need to get the hell out of here we're gonna have to keep fighting um I can die here this is basically this is cool with me right <laughs> so oh wait no I'm sorry it was this chapter that he killed Samson so you know, Samson comes, tries to kill Guts and Casca. uh, Guts, you know, just cleaves his head in half after deflecting his flail away without, you know, getting a couple, without getting a wound, right, so he gets a wound, um, inside, which Casca notices, but, you know, Guts doesn't really pay attention to it, and after he kills Samson, he tells Casca, get the hell out of here, you need to run off, you like, leave me alone, right, and eventually she leaves, you know, after Guts, blocks a bunch of arrows from shooting her and definitely gets stabbed a couple of times in his arm a couple of places, right? Um, Casca eventually takes the hint and leaves. <laughs> leaves Guts to um, what I think Guts was maybe hoping might be his eventual death, but, you know, he's just ready to defend her from all these other guys. We get really wimpy pose from Casca before the chapter closes out, <laughs> and she decides to um, leave Guts to massacre all of Adon's men. So, um, we go to chapter 20, which is prepared for death after three, and it opens with Guts cleaving a couple dudes in half, just, you know, immediately. And, you know, Casca runs away once again. Um, and like I said, not a lot happened last chapter. So there's really just a lot of uh, pages of Guts smashing guys' skulls in, a lot of eyeballs popping out, more cool helmets that, uh... (laughs) that Mira was drawing at the time, some of those Star Wars-ish helmets. A couple of comedic moments with, you know, Aidon offering a, a bounty for Guts' head, which, you know, ends up not being good because it just means Guts gets to kill more. We eventually catch up with Casca, and um, she gets caught up with her period again, you know, because period women be having periods. Um, but, you know, she also gets uh, tracked down by some Aidon's men. She takes out a couple of them, but ends up getting pinned down. Um, they threaten her with assault, um, in between which, we see, you know, a couple of more shots of, you know, guts killing folks, but, you know, Casca gets pinned down by a few guys, but right before, you know, they can actually do anything, the, you know, they cut her sugar up and all this other stuff, um, Judo comes to the rescue. You know, just just happens to shoot a bunch of arrows at these guys and massacre them, which is where we left off before with the awful line from Judo saying uh, she's the only woman. She's the only woman for us. So she won't come cheap. Right. So the end of the prayer for cheap. death sections. Yeah. So so snappy. Thank you. Thank you, Judo. We we don't hate you at all. Um, but Yeah, that was a summary of the last section that we covered in episode 18. So now we move on today with episode I'm sorry, today it's episode 19, but with chapter 21 and 22, and I'll go ahead and start with 21. Um, Yeah, so these last few chapters started out the same way. Um, It's, you know, Guts massacring a bunch of dudes, but this time you can tell that Guts is really injured. He's, you know, holding his side. He's still got a piece of that arrow in his hand that he cracked last time so he could get a better grip on his sword, but um, we open with with the shot of him, you know, decapitating a dude with his sword splitting his head in half you can see the eyeball popping out and everything is really into eyeballs I don't know if um anybody else has been able to tell that after these 19 episodes but um yeah so we've gotten back to Guts taking down Adon's army Adon is completely in shock because you know as he tells us Guts has been doing the last chunk of his men you know killing them with one hand since he can't grab the sword with the hand that has the arrow through it, which was really funny. We talked about it last chapter, but um, at one point when he was fighting Adon's men, he tried to like block an arrow. It was kind of like a, he kind of just <laughs> reacted and he held his hand up again an arrow straight through it. Right. So that's kind of fucking him up right now. So um, guts is still facing off with Adon's men. They're all looking kind of terrified because they've seeing him like cleave all their friends apart but you know, Guts just keeps talking shit, and he's like, "What do you mean? Are you are you are you ready to go? Like, there's still so many guys left." So Adon calls him to go forward, tells him, "Don't falter." You know, he he can barely stand right now. You guys can get him. Like, don't worry, it shouldn't be any harder. And we see a couple shots of them surrounding Guts and getting a couple more hits on him, and he's clearly been like. He hasn't been doing this like flawlessly, right? Like he's been getting stabbed. He's been having guys like hit, the, nick them with his with their sword. He's losing a lot of blood. He's got like blood like leaking from his head and stuff. But he's got that demonic smirk on, and he's still, you know swinging his sword with one hand, taking guys out. But while he's doing this, it, it he's clearly putting on a front with the smirk because even he doesn't know what he's doing here. And that's the first thing he says. He says, "What the hell am I doing in this dumb place?" Um. And he starts kind of contemplating why he's doing it, right? Like, am I risking my life for Casca? And he's like, no, I don't think so, right? Which, okay, sure, buddy. I, I mean, if you, if, you want to, if you want to, you know, fake that. But, you know, he, we'll talk about that later. But, yeah, he's, is it for Casca? No, I don't think it's for Casca. But I don't really need to think about that right now. All I need to think about is killing. And while all this is happening, you know, you see Guts has a few more arrows in his arm. He's stabbing dudes in the head. He's chopping more guys' heads off just decapitating one guy after another. And he's he basically going into that like blackout mode that we kind of saw him go into, I think in the first two chapters that we ever read of Berserk, um, when he was surrounded by the skeletons and he just started killing all of them. That's kind of where he's going right now, right? So he's, he's basically telling himself, just focus on the battle, don't focus on anything else. And with that, we go back to um, Casca. So Casca just got saved by Judo. Um... At the end of the last chapter, they only shot one of the guys, but when we flash back here, they've taken all of them out. They're, like, reeled with arrows. They're all dead. Um, All the men. So, um, Judo comes down. He's like, hey, what's up? Um, It kind of took, you know, convincing a lot of people to get us to come out here, but we ended up coming out. But, you know, we had to convince the powers that be. And you, it's Casca up, and Casca's, like, you know, really exhausted, but the first thing she can do when she kind of, like, comes to and realizes that she's safe is, like, Go get guts. He's really in trouble. Like you guys have to go get guts. She tries to lead them there and Judo's like, Wait, what are you talking about? And he's like, Hey, somebody help Cosk out and she's like, Don't worry about me. He said I could get away, so he stayed behind with the enemy to kill them. You don't hurry, I don't know what'll happen to him, right? And she doesn't really finish the sentence, but she's like, If we don't hurry, and she just runs off to go find guts, right? Um and it seems like the rest of the band of the Hawk is just going to follow her. And, you know, cause judo like kind of calls them over and they just start following Costca after she like breaks off into sprint, right. To get back to guts. And all she's thinking is, you know, please be in time, please be in time. Like she's hoping that she can get back to guts before anything terrible happens. Um, So we get back to guts and we kind of see like this nice landscape shot of, you know, the sun shining and it, which is, it's funny, because it actually really reminds me of that scene I was talking about earlier with the skeletons. But, um, you know, the band of the hawk, you know, comes over the corner. Um, in this first shot, for some reason, is um, the most bow-legged person on Earth while they're standing on top of this hill. I don't know why. This is just really that's funny to end. me. Yeah, that's how women yeah. end, apparently. I don't... So, yeah, I don't know why mira has been doing this past couple of times. But when they come over the hill, they see a bunch of dead bodies, right? It's like dozens of dead bodies, like a bunch of dismembered dudes, like arms laying all over the place, heads rolling. And, you know, Costka's just in shock. And, you know, we get a few close-ups, you know, uh, helmets attached in with brains leaking out, you know, guys partially decapitated, but everybody's dead, just, you know just ruin all over the place and you can see like some of the band of the hawk like scratching their heads some of them kind of stop and they're looking around and everybody's kind of mortified at looking what's going on and you know judo even says like you're kidding right there's almost a hundred corpses he couldn't have done this all by himself you know as he says that everybody's kind of looking around looking for guts also terrified at the same time right asuka happens to see him Leaning up against the tree, um, kind of propping himself up with his sword a little bit. He's kind of sitting, like, at the base of the tree um, with his eyes closed. So, Koska runs towards him and grabs him and shakes him a little bit. And is like, yelling his name. And, you know, the band of the hawk are kind of like, oh, man, this is looking really bad. And, you know, Judo doesn't say anything because, you know, Guts isn't moving. And, you know, as she's shaking him, Guts puts his hand <laughs> On Casca's shoulder. And he's like, hey, don't shake me. you will just make the wounds worse." So, you know, he has to say something snappy to let them know, you know, he's not dead. He's almost dead. Yeah, because he can can barely open his eye. He's got, like, blood in his eyes. He can, like, barely open them. He's, like, near death, right? But, you know, everybody's like, yay, guts! And it's funny because in, like, the panel where Casca realizes he's alive and she's, like, crying and stuff. Like, her and Judo look happy. But if you look in the back, a couple of the band of Hawker are like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like <laughs> one of them's like kind of like cringing, and the other ones are like, Ugh, like, I don't <laughs> The guy in Should the we... far
2: back on the <laughs> left is fucking
0: killing. <laughs> yes. He's like, oh my god. He's like, do we need to do we take this guy back? Like, can we leave him here? <laughs> yeah, so So yay, Guts is safe. So Guts made it out of that. He massacred everybody. Um I- I'm I don't think he killed Adon because Adon's just not there anymore. Um, But yeah, it looks like everybody's dead, right? So, you know, we kind of flash to the next page. We don't know exactly how much time has moved on, but, you know, they've marched back to their camp and they're bringing Guts through on a stretcher, you know, clearing a path. Casca's making sure they get through. She's like yelling, like, open a path, emergency. And, you know, um, the rest of the Band of the Hawk, like uh, Rickert and, um, oh my God, what's my boy's name? Oh my God. Big man. Yes, Pippin. Yeah, Rick and Pippin are back at the, um, and I don't want to talk about Fuckface, he can not have a name, <laughs> but the, the rest of the band of the Hawk, he's there, Or you know, that aren't Judo and Costca and um, Griffith and Guts, or, you know, watching, and oh shit, they came back, and <laughs> Guts is kind of, like, yelling at them, he's like, y'all are exaggerating, I'll walk it off, like, while he has, like, you know, all these cuts all over his body, he's still, like, probably bleeding and everything, and Costco's like, you know, don't move yourself. Don't move, you'll hurt yourself. And he's like, you know, this is bullshit. I don't need you guys to see me hurt. Like, like, he's obviously embarrassed. Because, you know, even when the doctors are trying to do stuff, he's like, ow, I'm not a ragdoll. How about you being a little careful? He, like, shoves his hand in the doctor's mouth <laughs> to, like, get him off of him while he's uh, stitching him up, uh, stitching up his wound. But um, eventually he's all bandaged up. He's got, like, you know, the whole stereotypical manga bandaging. He's just got a bunch of you know, tape around his chest and his arms and he shit. Everywhere. But, yeah. It's just everywhere. Um, that's how you fix wounds by the way. Um, <laughs> and the first thing the doctor does is like, Oh my God, he's a frightful man. But you know, normally with that, normally with that, many wounds, somebody would have passed out by now. So like the doctor is kind of terrified. He's like, Hey, uh, that was, he, he lost a lot of blood while I was doing that. I thought he would like passed out, but he's, he's doing good because she seems to just be happy that he's okay. And she's like, but he has to rest. So, you know, he's, be done for the rest of this campaign to which guts answers and says screw you i'm fighting till the end of this campaign even if i have to crawl which you know as we've seen from guts so far would probably be true um yeah we've seen him use his sword with his teeth before he's he's not a very smart guy but um the doctor immediately tells him like okay yeah shut up because if you do that you'll die so whatever and guts is like i don't care if i'm gonna survive I'm, i'm going to war who cares about my survival rate whatever i'll rest so you know they kind of just tell him to shut up and they're like you need bed rest before we lose you which i'm thinking yeah you don't want to lose your guy that can take out 100 men by himself so i kind of get it so you know rest up guts so you know casca leaves the tent no no she doesn't leave the tent but she's kind of you know standing there looking at guts guts isn't he's trying not to look at her because he doesn't want to be embarrassed right which i don't know what he's embarrassed about but it's guts after all but um you know pippin comes back no judo comes back these th- these word bubbles are so weird i don't know why i thought pippin would be talking anyway but judo comes in and says well in any case thank goodness you two were able to make it back safe and sound and guts is like safe and sound how i mean whatever but you know um first judo asks by the way where's griffith and pippin says oh he's at a war council at headquarters he left this morning um and he says you know he won't be back until tomorrow and both you know Guts is kind of looking, he kind of looks over at Casca as he says this, and he notices that Casca's kind of, like, thinking about Griffith, and, you know, which kind of makes sense, because one of the first things she heard when Judo picked her up was, like, we have to do some convincing to, you know, get people out here. And, you know, and then everybody kind of gathers around Guts, and they're like, well, anyway, Casca, don't you need to be treated? And she's like, I'm fine, mine's not an injury, and she kind of just leaves with that. Which, you know, these three dudes are kind of just standing around like, huh, what is that supposed to mean? <laughs> and we actually get three different reactions. Um, Rickett kind of looks over to Judo for an answer, and Judo's kind of pondering what just happened, and Pippin's not thinking about it at all. Pippin's just kind of standing there, which, you know, I think that's the best reaction. But at the same time, Guts is also kind of pondering everything that he just heard, right? You know, even though everybody thinks he wasn't really paying attention, he's thinking about it. Um... Flash forward to the night of and, you know, everybody's kind of gra- gathering around Casca and they're like, oh my god, we didn't think you guys would make it. I'm really glad we have Guts. You know, he really saved you back there, but we're really glad that you made it out of there. Um, but it is kind of fucked up. You know, Griffith went to War Council right now after two of his best soldiers are messed up. And, you know, all Cosca could think about is the conversation she had with Guts before she left him, where he said, you know, go to your sword master, go to Griffith. And, you know, she hasn't even seen Griffith yet. And for all she knows, I mean, did he even want to save them but you know first thing that happens when she kind of snaps out of it is you know judo calls her over he's like hey can i see you for a second and they kind of walk to another corner of the little party that's happening and she's like what what's going on he's like well i thought i'd tell you something so when griffith decided to send out a search party for you and guts um all every noble was basically saying no we don't need to go find them but griffith said and plainly those two are vital to the band of the hawk i will not lose them you know, just flat out. That's how he said it, right? And Koska kind of can't believe it. She's like, Griffith said that? And Judo's like, yeah, that's a big deal, him saying all that. Truthfully, I was a tad jealous. To which, you know, this kind of makes Koska tear up, because, you know, this is kind of something she's been holding in all day. But, um, <laughs> this is my favorite parts of this chapter, but Judo um, kind of sees her smile, sees her smiling and tearing up, he turns around, and he's like, hey, uh, catch this. And he tosses her um, something he calls the, the uh, he calls it powder, right? Yeah, it's just some medicine powder and it's in a pouch. And he's like, hey, give this to the hero of the hundred, which is, you know, a nickname they're giving to the Guts after he killed about a hundred, right? And he says, yeah, there was this elf. And so Jito says, there's this elf in a traveling entertainment troupe I used to work for years ago. He was good folk and that's what he gave me when I was badly injured in an incident. It's called Elf Dust. And <laughs> we get like an image of a fairy in this panel that looks a lot like. Um, our fairy friend from the very beginning, who we still have not ran into him yet, which is funny. He probably doesn't come until, like, after this whole entire saga. But, yeah, so yeah, we does. get an illusion. Yeah, we get an illusion to... Oh, my God, what's his name? I'm, like, I was trying to remember it. Puck. Yes, Puck. <laughs> we get an allusion to Puck, right? So, or another elf kind of like him. We don't see their face, so we don't know if it's Puck, right? Even though I'm sure sort of- All the fairies look the same. Uh, manga racism. But, um... Yeah. <laughs> Um, Casca's like an elf and, you know, Judo's like, yeah, no, I, I swear like elves exist. I, I did get one from there. Um, but whether you believe me or not, or believe them or not, you know, the powder does work and he said, you know, he's escaped death on the battlefield with it. So, you know, he said one bag should help whatever he needs. Right. So kind of gives that to her, looks over his shoulder and, you know, immediately he just kind of stands there and lets Costco walks away. And, She's kind of confused. She's like, oh, thanks, Judo. And he's like, hmm, she's on a soft side. What happened there? You know, so as she's running over to Guts' tent, she sees him, you know, sitting at the top of a hill under a tree with his sword, you know, perched on his shoulder, all his bandages and wounds and everything. He's kind of just staring off into the stars, you know, very similarly to the times we've seen him doing that, (laughs) you know. After other battles, you know, she has the fairy dust in her hands, the elf dust in her hands. She's kind of looking toward him. And that's the end of chapter 21, also known as Survival.
1: Slash! Slash. All right. So we are on chapter 22 now. Yes. Um, also known as the Campfire of Dreams, which is a very poetic title. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, you know, we come up on Guts sitting up on the hill and he's just kind of like, you know, observing as he does when he's being contemplative, yeah. He's just kind of watching everyone do their own thing, doing his, like, lone wolf moment.
2: Very stoic, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: just, <laughs> just chilling. But um, Casca walks up and kind of, you know, waits a second for him to look over. And he looks over sees Caesar and doesn't say anything because he just kind of looks at her like, what? <laughs> like, what do you want from me?
0: Well, you gotta tell me go back to bed.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally. And she's like, "Is this allowed? Like, can you <laughs> can you do this?" And he's like, "Uh, well, it was too hot to sleep, and this was like the coolest place, which is just like an excuse, basically." But she, yeah. she doesn't comment and just. Takes out the elf dust and starts to unwrap his bandages and doesn't like give him any warning or anything, just kind of starts unwrapping stuff. And he's like, Uh, wait. And she's like, Shut up, don't move. Um, <laughs> and she starts putting the fairy dust, uh, over his wounds. And he comment he, like in his head, he's like, The paint's fading. And then he's like, What the fuck is this? And <laughs> And Kaska's like, I I don't know, Judo gave it to me, it's mystical healing, medicine, I don't know, (laughs) turn around. So she's like, fixing all his wounds, and kind of quietly doing it. I think they're both like, awkward, because they don't really know how to deal with the change in dynamic between them. Yeah. But, um, as she's working, Guts is like, it's not something you should worry about. And she's like, what? And he's like, that that was something I did on my own. It wasn't for your sake. Like, fighting's just, like, in my nature and running away isn't. And Casca's like, you fought a 100 dudes because of your nature. You know, just kind of, like, mildly challenging him. And he kind of looks at her. And he's like, yeah. And he's like. Anyways, I had like a score to schedule with that guy, but I was so in his swing and I don't know what happened to him. So even Guts doesn't know what happened to Aidon, so uh, in true anime of fashion, we will assume he did not die. Yeah. Um unless but, you see it
0: on screen, it didn't happen.
1: Yeah. Unless it happened on screen <laughs> No you didn't. Um but but he says, uh but still to be blunt, I thought this then too. Like, compared to what you're doing, me fighting with a hundred guys doesn't really matter. is kind of speechless because, you know, everyone's been, like, complimenting him for, like, all the stuff he's been doing, you know? Like, it's right. mostly just been people hyping him up. And I think, like, you know, like, in a soldier environment, that's just kind of the way it is. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, you fought a bunch of guys. Hell yeah. Congrats. So yeah. For him to talk a different way is pretty significant. But he's like, it's not just you. Like, Griffith's the same way. He's got something he would bet his entire life on. And I think that's, like, amazing. And compared to that, if I were, like, to go fight, like, I don't know, like, a hundred or a thousand men. He could do it. It wouldn't really be a big deal. (laughs) And that's what I was thinking.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. And Costco's kind of like, oh. And Guts is like. What a nice view. <laughs> I'm just like, let me change gears real quick. And she's like, yeah. And then um, <laughs> he, he's got a lot on his mind. So he jumps to the next thing and he's like, you know, Gaston, he's my second in command. And Costco's kind of like, what the fuck? Uh-huh. <laughs> just a question <laughs> mark. Like, she's like, a big question. Uh-huh. Mark <laughs> but. He's like, you know, the army's not really his thing, and once the war is open, over, he wants to open a clothing shop, um, like, downtown with the money he's got saved up. He's, like, pretty skilled. And, you know, this other guy, Nicole, rep- proposed to a woman, but she refused because she didn't want to be with a common soldier. So he wants to get promoted, and, like, he'll try again, but he doesn't really care about how risky a battle is. It's just, you know, what his goal is. And Casca's just kind of, like, where is he going with this? <laughs> like, what's, mm-hmm. what's going on? She's like so many, but, so many thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like this is the most I've heard you talk in, like, probably the entire time we've been around. She's each like, other. he's
0: talking to me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. What the fuck? Um, but I guess it's like so. When I look out there, it's like each one of those lights contains tiny hopes and dreams. That's the way it looks to me. Um, by the way, in the anime, this is like a very beautiful scene. Um, mm. I think they animated it really well, but. Costco's like the campfire of dreams, huh? And <laughs> and she's like, uh, I the speech bubbles on this are weird too. Uh,
0: yeah, because because that's yeah, it's some of these speech bubbles are very strange. Um... Yeah, no cuz he yeah. says that to her cuz she said the campfire of dreams thing I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay, okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think and she's like shut up and he's like you sound like some princess and <laughs> And she's like, I mean, you're right, though. Maybe, like, everyone's brought their own flames together here. And, like, alone you could scatter them, but they throw themselves into a bigger bonfire, which is <laughs> the blazing inferno named Griffith, which is a very apt way to describe Griffith. Yeah, I
0: like how you finished that for her, too. He's like, yeah, yeah. We, we know why.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's like, we know why we're here. But, um... But, and Costco's kind of like, is smiling a little bit, thinking about him, but gets like, but you know, like my, my flame isn't here. And for me, maybe I'm just like warming myself by the campfire a bit, for a bit. And maybe I just stopped in by chance. And Casca's like, uh, like probably about to be like, oh, don't like be hard on yourself. But he's like, as long as I have this and he's holding his sword and brandishing it, he's like, I'm confident I can survive any battle. And that's how it's been up till now. Like, even before I joined the band, no matter how badly it was lost, I made sure that I was going to survive, like, this time. But it, it still doesn't really mean a lot. Like, I was on the battle before I was old enough to understand. And, like, I was only taught, like, how to use a sword by the guy who raised me. I didn't really have anything but this. And I don't want to die, but just because, like... I didn't want to die. I'm trying to figure out how to. This, this speech bubble kind of confused me when I was reading it. Yeah, I'll, I'll read it verbatim. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just because I didn't want to die, just because I didn't know more than how to use this, I kept fighting in battles.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And maybe more than anything, I've always tried to leave the most essential reason for fighting people up to uh, fighting up to other people. And, you know, just, like, he's being very, like, candid with her <laughs> about a lot of very, very deep thoughts that he's... I think he's kind of talked to Griffith about these a little bit before, but, like, it's mm-hmm. mostly just been his internal dialogue. So she's very caught off guard, and he, then he's embarrassed because he's like, ah, I said a lot there, and he's like, ah, it's, I don't know what the fuck I was talking about, and I don't know why I tell I told you that. It's kind of pathetic. And she's like... Well, you know, back at you, referring back to the cave where she just kind of like dumped her entire story on him, but um, then she realizes like kind of the implication of his words earlier, and she's like, "Are you wait, are you like gonna leave the band?" and he doesn't answer her, he <laughs> just kind of walks off and is like, "Well, like I said, I'm gonna fight till the end of the campaign, even if I gotta crawl and she's like. But, like, that didn't answer my question, like, afterwards. and But before they can continue the conversation, uh, Rickert and Pippin are running up the hill. And they're like, hey, Griffith, <laughs> Griffith's back. He heard you guys were safe. Dan's so back! Like, back. <laughs> yeah. And was like, oh! Um, but, he brought us
0: McDonald's, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, he brought us Happy Meals. Um, <laughs> but Costco's kind of like, uh, oh okay and guts is smiling at her because he knows she's been looking forward to seeing griffith and uh it cuts back to down at the camp and everyone's kind of like you know surrounding griffith probably telling him about like all the crazy shit that happened while he was gone and guts and Costca approach with like you know people being respectful to them griffith looks like very relieved, like, kind of soft in some ways, just, like, happy to see them both, but Costco's kind of looking at the ground. She obviously is not feeling too hot about some things, but uh, before, like, any conversation can really happen, she's like, I'm sorry, Griffith, like, everyone had to deal with this because of me, because I did this thing, and I exposed, like, so many men to like danger and guts and his people too, and I'm not qualified to be a commander and like whatever punishment and like it's like fed up with it as he <laughs> is. and so he's like I can have a little misogyny as a treat. Um, so he, <laughs> so he, uh, in the most graceful way possible of getting her to stop, uh, he smacks her on the ass hard enough to make her jump into Griffith's arms. Very classy. Uh, And it's a very anime moment. (laughs) Yeah, this is super anime. (laughs) Exaggerated expressions. And she's like, what the fuck did you do that for? You fucking jerk. And he's like looking away, not like (laughs) looking at her. And then she like realizes she's like hugging Griffith, basically. And like looks up at him. And he's just like, oh, you know, welcome back. And, you know, looking down at her very fondly. But she can't even really enjoy that because everyone's like hooting and hollering at her. And It's like, oh, I want a hug. You should like, you know, me next. But Guts turns away from the whole scene, <laughs> and grabs some of his men, and he's like, ah, oh, let's go have a drink. And they're like, are you allowed to drink right now? <laughs> are you? Can you do that? And Guts is like, oh yeah, it'll disinfect me. But yeah, like,
0: let's go. <laughs> true, very true. I'm sure. <laughs>
1: It's like that's totally how that works, Guts. Um, but Koss was kind of looking after him, thinking about what he said, and is like, Was he serious? And Griffith's like, Is anything wrong? And she's like, Nah, I'm good. You know, like turning her attention back to him. But and Guts is off with his men. And we kind of fade out of that scene. And when I was rereading, this is where I thought that it ended, but it doesn't. Um, We cut to a completely... Wildly different scene. Um,
2: Boom.
1: because I guess like <laughs> Miura got tired of not having a siege for a little while, so we're back. back That's another... a battle, baby. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and there's like trebuchets like flinging shit everywhere, and there's men just like strewn around. Um, and we get the setting, and it says the Tudor Empire stronghold of Doldry, and um, we We get, like, this shot of a very impressive, like, fortress built up against, like, this huge mountain. Just, like, a plane full of, like, dead people. Um, And then we come up on some of the troops where they're getting a message delivered. And the messenger's like, "Uh, everyone's fucking dead except for the people at headquarters. Like, nobody is alive right now. And the commander is like... How could this be? Were the White Tiger Knights one of the one of like the two greatest horses?
0: <laughs> he's decked out. Too. He got his fucking horse looks like a tiger yeah. and shit. He he's he's, he's fucking looks sick. <laughs>
1: but, um, <laughs> he's like very impressive, but um, he's just like kind of losing his shit a little bit. <laughs> but, um. Then another soldier runs up and is like, I have a report, too. And he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> what kind of report do you have It's like this?
0: He's like, and what now? <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> and then he's like, there's like a thousand riders from the main gate coming, and they're charging in on the direction of our headquarters, and it's Shooter's Most Powerful Knights, the Holy Purple <laughs> Rhino Knights. They're back!
2: They're,
1: this. they're back, baby. Um, yeah. so that's where we actually leave off with that. So Eon's not me. dead. <laughs> well, no, he's the blue whales.
0: Oh, yeah, he's the blue whales, not the purple rhinos. How silly of yeah. me. How silly. Oh,
1: um
2: duh. You got your animals mixed up. You got my <laughs> animals
0: mixed up, especially in this black and white fucking manga. Uh,
1: Slash. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no, so that's the end of that chapter. Yeah,
1: that's, that's the end of that chapter. Oh, but, finally um,
0: a good chapter, wow.
1: Yeah, cod so i was like when i was reading this chapter i was just like oh thank god oh thank christ like we finally have like something normal ish Ish. happening again but um this is also obviously like a prelude to the next arc that's coming up that i am actually very excited about the
0: battle of doldry
1: yes pretty fucking sick art it's sick,
0: sick arc. a lot of good art in it too just a lot of good development it it Actually stuff happening for Aries, which is nice. Um
1: <laughs> Yes. Not just senseless um, woman period.
0: Woman period. We gonna emotional. smack the lady on the ass, get her right. <laughs> oh no. Um yeah, the these were these were good chapters. Um we kind of touched on most of the stuff that we kind of saw in it, but um there's still a lot to talk about with guts, right? Like yeah, in terms yeah. of him wanting to leave and all that. Um one one thing I did notice that Mira did a good job writing um, even though he kind of cleared for the end of the chapters whenever uh, Judo first finds Casca and they save her and everything one thing he says is you know we have to convince the top basically he's like we have to convince the top brass to let us come down here so you know yeah. we're, we're saving you which you know I, I remember reading this the first time and I had it in my notes too so I was like oh really like Griffith is just like fuck you I guess like he's like yeah we need to go yeah. back and because we never got his answer right like the last time we saw him they asked him what they should do and he didn't say anything, right? So we, and then, you know, Judo fills in the blank later. Cause they even give us the same pose. I think they even like pull up the same panel to be the background when he tells you, right? But, um, yeah, so that was like good, like little, like kind of like tricking the reader a little bit. Cause at first I was like, yeah, maybe Griffith was like, eh, fuck him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, who cares? They can save themselves if they can. Cause I was, ex- I was half expecting him to be like, I knew you guys would make it out of it. It's okay. You know, kind of yeah. one of those things. But, it, it is cool to see that he was like, no, we should go get them. They're really valuable to us, which we know what that means for Griffith. Right. But all the yeah. same. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I, I think that part is good because like, it really does make you question for a second, but then he clarifies later and you're like, Oh, it's definitely okay. But they're still definitely like the, like, you know, you know why, like it's not, cause yeah. They're nesties Like,
0: yeah, are, but I don't aren't. love. Yeah. Like he, he, he treats them in the way that only Griffith treats them, which is, you know, we've had, we've had those conversations between Casca and guts already. And, you know, again, it's also cute that guts was like, Hey, you poured your guts out to me yesterday. So, um, I mean earlier today. So I guess I'll tell you some shit now too. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, no. and probably more eloquently than I think you said it to anybody else too. Cause even Griffith, he's not like, you know, detailed like he was with her on top of the hill.
1: Yeah, I think it's, I think this was, like, a good way of showing, like, like I said earlier, like, the awkwardness between the shift in their dynamic, but also showing how, like, you know, Guts actually trusts her now, like, they've been through a lot together, and, like, it's hard, it's hard not to care for someone when you're having to, like, tend to them, Mm I think it's, like, there's at least, like, a degree of that that develops, so they have a much, like, easier dynamic now, I think. Kaska, kind of because she's seen like, oh, he does care about more than just like XYZ with fighting, you know. And Griffith, and not Griffith, Guts is like, oh, well, she like has these very strong like convictions and ideals and dreams. And he respects that, like mm-hmm. he said, like more than almost anything because he doesn't really feel like he has anything remotely close to that. So um i don't know like i i really like this like hilltop chapter even though it's yeah. like yeah i'm gonna bounce soon probably <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah he's like yeah, i've been thinking about leaving um but anyway <laughs> yeah,
1: And, and like wait no and like you know you're kind of getting to the point where like you're like oh they're like it's not like the small business we're a family thing but like they're very close because they've been in battle together and like been around each other for a very long time at this point so there's definitely like bonds there and the idea that Guts is leaving like the one place he's kind of felt at home ever mm-hmm. is like significant so I think that speaks a lot to like his character development as well
0: yeah yeah it's, it's a lot to it's it's great for him because like I mean you said it when you were describing Casca right like it's like oh wait he's talking like he's actually like <laughs> saying stuff out loud yeah. rather than just thinking yeah. it in his head and you know it it's funny because he said that before he decided to join them right like he's like i don't really have a reason to be here like er, he was sitting around the fire with them or something and he was like this is a waste of my time right and it is kind of funny that you know it's been like maybe a few years since that happened and he's circling back around to that right like he's kind of like right. okay maybe i don't fit in here you know and it's it, it it, it, it kind of makes the reader think, like, what made him, like, go back to that, right? Because he's even talking about, like, he knows the things his men, he knows one of his men wants to open up a clothing shop, which, like, wait, Guts knows something about somebody that's not him? Like, Guts has friends? Like, it's, like, one of those things where it's, like, yeah, he's, has been, like, kind of, like, shuttering himself off. And, you know, he maybe had a few years of not doing that as much, but he's kind of, like, rounding back to that after, like, this huge development, right? Like, and, I think what caused it was what happened with Griffith, right, when, I mean, yeah, when Griffith sent him to do the assassination, I think that really fucked him up, and was basically what kind of got him on that train of thought, but I think it's surprising he told Casca, but if anything, it's because of, like, I feel like from his perspective, he's kind of letting her know, like, hey, you don't have anything to worry about with me, like, I'll get out of your hair soon, because you guys deserve to do whatever you're doing here without me, you know, after this campaign or whatever.
1: Yeah, I I feel the same. Like I really feel like that moment on the stairs where Griffith was like, you know, like I need people to have like something that drives them enough to like even disobey me before yeah. I'll like even consider like respecting them. And so I think that like obviously really has been playing around and guts his head again and again and again and him Making yeah. like like this is a serious decision that he's thought about really hard because we've seen him thinking about it for the past several chapters here and there. Yeah, um, yeah,
0: exactly. And and now I think about it, like, he didn't really say anything to Griffith when Griffith came back to camp in this chapter. <laughs> he kind of just no. got her to, got him to talk to Casca and then walked away. Really, like <laughs> so he nah. he's kind of put. I think he is like really put off by what happened. So yeah, no
1: i mean it's uh, like we talked about when it happened like it's it's hard to hear someone like you look up to and value so much say something about you that's just like oh you don't give a fuck about me that's that's like a very hard pill to swallow so yeah i think it like i don't know like i think before it was like oh as long as i can like It was kind of like Costco, you know, like, as long as I can do this for Griffith, like, I'm okay. Like, he can do whatever he wants. I get to do what I want because it benefits him. Mm -hmm. Like, it all, it's all hunky-dory. It all works out. He always saves my ass. It's all good. Mm -hmm. But then now it's, like, this, like, added layer of, like, oh, well, I guess I don't have, like, my own thoughts about, like, my future and, like, what what I want as a person. Right it's something that's like it's kind of like as you grow up and you realize like oh like i don't have to do what my parents want or oh i don't No, have to exactly. Like what my friends are doing at the time, you know, i can set my own pace and standard and expectations for myself and that's like just as valid of a thing and given that guts like really until the band of the Hawk hadn't had much like social interaction. That's probably like, you know, still pretty new concept to him as a young adult. Cause they're like, I think they're like 18 or 19 here, like early twenties or yeah. something like they're pretty young still. And so like, he's kind of getting to that point where he's like, Oh, maybe like I should be thinking about myself and what I want to do. And like, what if I need to find like my purpose and my dream, Cause, you know, <laughs> Griffith <laughs> is very moving regardless of like what the, the emotion is, you know? And I yeah. think you know, he obviously didn't know Guts was there, but it stuck with guts and he's like, hmm, I'm gonna chew on this one for a while. So
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. It kind of gives him something to think about. Cause and I mean it you kind of see the difference between him and Costca and how they think about it, right? Because I feel like Costca I feel like she she kind of knew that about Griffith already, right? Like, how he sees the soldiers and stuff. But she's also seen a different side to him, like, as we saw through, you know, when she told us the story about, you know, him harming himself after, you know, um, basically selling his body for stuff for the crew after the kid died, right? So, mm-hmm. like, she kind of understands him to an extent. So she understands why she's still there, right? And I feel like Guts doesn't quite have that, if that makes sense. Like, he he, ha- he doesn't have the same kind of, like, context she does. And I feel like he kind of realized that, right? And it's not even, like, a love thing, like, oh, this is between them kind of thing. It's, like, he doesn't feel like this is exactly what he was looking for. And he's, like, maybe I should actually look for something, you know?
1: Right, like... It's kind of a moment where he's like, oh, it doesn't have to just be, like, a good enough thing. Like, it could be something that I actually want to throw everything into and I want to commit myself to. And if... I kind of feel like the final campaign is, like, a way of testing that to see if, like, he really does want to stay with the Hawks and if that is something he wants to do. Like... Mm -hmm. To see if it's like it can become his purpose before he leaves, but um, I will not spoil. But um, yeah, it's you know there's a despite like the there's a lot of like fighting in the upcoming arc and like mm-hmm. um, very cool like gore battle sequences and. All that There's a lot of good shit that happens next arc, but there's also a lot of good development, too, and so we kind of see that, like, come into being more. Right. But I, I just think, like, because I remember, like, in my early 20s, I was kind of like, oh, I could, like, actually have a purpose. And I yeah,
0: yeah. You kind of you kind of feel so. like you're meandering before that point, right? Like, you're kind of like, yeah, I'll do this because it's
2: yeah.
0: it's something to do. And that's and that's where he's at, right? And I feel like this is, like, <laughs> he's having his quarry life crisis, as the internet would yeah. say, right? Yeah, he's he's literally, like, kind of having this realization, like, oh, no, things, like, he doesn't feel like, I, I feel like he doesn't feel like he's been, like, present, right? It's, he's like, oh, okay, I kind of see what's going on now. Let me see what's happening, right? So we'll see how okay. he comes out on the other end of this. But Mm -hmm. that's kind of where he's at. He's in this, like, middle ground of, I don't feel like I need to be here. But at the same time, I feel like he, he feels he needs to, like, at least finish out this campaign, right? Because if he wanted to leave that badly, I feel like he'd just leave. But he still feels, like, beholden to his men, for sure, because he talks about them all the time, right? But also, you know, he has this connection with Casca now. I think he does, like, even though he said, um, what did he say earlier when he was leaving her behind? When he told her to leave, he was like, I didn't do it for her. No, I didn't do it for her. And it's like, yeah, yeah, you didn't do it entirely for her because you have your own selfish reasons for doing it. But, like, I feel like that was another moment for him to realize that he does care about somebody else that isn't him. Um right. That isn't just Griffith, right? Because I, I, up until this point, it's kind of implied that, like, he was mostly doing it, like, for Griffith himself. And, like, right. you know. And he's both, like, yeah, he has men to lead, but he's also just owed them. That's, like, a job thing. That's, like, responsibility. But, like, his, like, reason for being there was Griffith, and he almost kind of lost that. So I feel like he's kind of dealing with that, too. It's like, oh, I care I, about her now? This is kind of bullshit. Like, <laughs> 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 like, I know about her feelings okay. and shit. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I,
1: I agree. I think that, like, um, in the last chapter, too, where he's, like, he's kind of, like, self-reflecting in a way he hasn't before, where he's, like, I always do the fighting thing and then I always kind of slip into this thing. Like, I know that's consistent, you know? Like, he's kind of mm-hmm. like processing it as he's fighting. And then when he's talking to Casca, it's almost like he's like verbalizing all, like the end result of all that, where he's like, you know, mm-hmm. like, this is the only thing I have, it's the only thing I know how to do. But like, I'm still doing it for other people, is what I've kind of come to the conclusion on. Right. So. Like, that, (laughs) I feel like that alone, like, we've talked a lot about how Guts is very emotionally stunted, so this is, like, pretty revolutionary for him, like, pretty groundbreaking for him having a moment where he's, like, I let myself be self-reflective on this thing, and actually see it through, and not just, like, deflect the feelings of it constantly.
0: Right, right, exactly. He's not just, like, pushing it to the back of his head over and over, he's trying to, right? and Yeah, and once again, a breath of fresh air after seeing him kind of uh, not, had no thoughts, head empty, just big, big misogynist energy for a few chapters, (laughs) because, you know, you kind of wonder what he was thinking about, you know, what Casca told him. And he was already thinking about leaving the camp beforehand, right? Like, he already, like, said, I think, yeah, before um, he told Casca, we already kind of saw him say, like, yeah, it's about time for me to get out of here. Um, Yeah. So, you know, this was kind of another thing for him where he's like, yeah, I'm getting a little more evidence now, but I'm not quite sure. So, I I don't know. It's just good character development because, you know, Mm -hmm. for for a second for Guts, we were kind of just getting the stoic, I'm not going to say anything, I'm not going to do anything attitude. I'm just going to be, like, your blade, right? And then he's like, wait a second, Kosta's already doing that, and she's doing that better than me. So then he has to figure something else out. So.
1: Yeah.
2: So yeah. Oh yeah,
1: Yeah. it is kind of that, right? Like he was like, "Oh, I thought I was doing that, but you're like really committed to it. Like this is like pure devotion. I'm not on that level. (laughs) That's not what I do.
0: Yeah. So, and I like it because, like, I don't think the manga makes Costco look stupid, right? Like, because I feel like the danger with doing that is being like. Wow, Costca just follows Griffith because he's Griffith, and it's like, well, no. Like she explained her reasons. Some of them were kind of poorly written, but it still lends credence to her character, right? And like she gave her reasoning, right. and it's not like she's like dumb. Like she's doing this of her own will. Like she wants to do this, and she has, I think, more emotional like reason to do it behind it than Guts has, right? Because she's known she's known Griffith. Since she was like twelve or something, right? Or like ten, I think. So yeah. like it's been, like, this is, like, a lifelong commitment for her. So it, it shows that balance without making it be, like, oh, Costco's just a dumb woman following Griffith. Because it doesn't, I don't think it really seems like that. Like, it kind of just gets to her being, like, no, I'm committed to this because I want to see that dream through with him. Because that's what I want to do. Not just because she feels numb inside, but because, like, that is her goal. Like, that's what she wants right. to do. You know? And I feel like guys realizing, like, i do feel numb. Like, I don't <laughs> I don't know why I'm here right now. But you yeah. guys can fuck around and find out, I guess. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think also, uh, like, with regards to, like, Casca not seeming like a dumb woman for following Griffith, I think it would be really hard to make her seem that way in this situation, even if she didn't have, like, such a dedicated reason. For the sole reason that, like, everybody gravitates towards Griffith and follows him. And, like, the entire group, if you ask them, like, What what are you doing? They're like, oh, we're following Griffith because he has, like, a fucking Mm -hmm. dream. Like, we we would not be a thing if he did not unite us, you know? Like, there's so many people with different personalities, but their commonality is that they believe in Griffith to an extent, you know? So, I think, like, amid all of that, like, I think you probably could make it a misogyny thing. We've seen that Mira is very good at that. Yeah. But, like, I think that... (laughs) It's a little bit harder than in other circumstances just because, like, I don't know. Like, so many people trust in Griffith to that degree. Right. That it would be. Like, if you were like, oh, she's stupid for this, you'd be like, oh, so, like.
0: Everybody is. It's like,
1: Rickert's yeah. stupid. Yeah, you know, stupid. Like, it's, you know, like. Yeah, there are obviously stupid people in the, the band, but oh like, yeah, there's a
0: couple in there. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, there's, uh, there's quite a few, but like, I, I think it would be hard to like single her out with that specific reason, just because like Griffith is just such a force of nature that everyone wants to follow him. So,
0: yeah, exactly, exactly. He's he's just he's just that's the thing, and that's kind of one of the themes, right? Is like. I, I feel like Costco's K- story was meant to kind of bolster that fact some more because we kind of we kind of yeah. already saw it from Guts' perspective, and then we need to see it from somebody else's perspective. And kind of looking back, Casca's story, I feel like, is kind of an allusion to that other people in the band have very similar stories to that. Mm-hmm. Like you know, we're basically saved from death or like a life of slavery by by uh, Griffith, and then you know. He gave me a way to, you know, pull myself up and all that stuff like that. Right. And mm-hmm. yeah, you can't say those people are dumb. That's like saying, oh, everybody's gullible, gullible. They're just following Griffith around. And it's like, no, he has this influence. And the strongest of which we can see that in Casca, because it's like, no, she has the story we can refer to as like the blueprint for however he met, you know, whether it was Pippin or Rickard or Judo or any of them. Right. Which I think I think we know. I think he met Judo before Casca because he was there, I think. But
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah, he and Corcus were there. I can't remember if Pippin was, though. Yeah, I know that yeah. Rick comes along later. But, yeah, i I don't know. There's just, like... I feel like Mira does, like, a really good job, like, with his storytelling here, too. Because, like, obviously we can, like, speculate on the deeper issues here. But a lot of it is just, like, not obvious, but, like, it's very plainly stated, like... What they're thinking, what's going on, so like I don't have to infer too much because it's just something you know, Guts is like actually talking about for once. But I have to know, I don't have to be like, oh, Guts is probably thinking this because that's what he mm-hmm. usually does. So, like, there's so much, there's a lot that happens here, and there's like a lot to talk about, like, within reference to like you know, other chapters and other moments. But I feel like this, I, I really <laughs> like this moment, like, it's obviously very bittersweet because Guts mm-hmm. is like. Yeah, this is all really great, but I don't know if I belong here. Gotta even. go. Because yeah. I'm not contributing in the way you guys are contributing. So, yeah. like, I don't know. Like, I feel like it's plainly stated, but it's also not, like, beating you upside the head with it. Like... yeah, <laughs> It's not, like, a hammer and <laughs> just, like, bonk.
0: But I'm even... leaving. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> know. Yeah,
1: it's, like, there's there's some nuance to it, but, like, I don't think you have to be, like, I don't know, like, go as deep as we do with, like, other stuff sometimes. <laughs> or, like, like I think you could just read this and get anything right you're saying out of it. Which is nice. That I think that's good storytelling, you know? Where you could just right. look at it and be like, oh, it's this feeling. Oh, it's this what's happening. Because sometimes when I read stuff, I think I've talked about this before, but <laughs> I'll just kind of read things, and then later I'll think about, like, the implications of it, and, like, what was going on. And, like, rarely do I have moments where I'm like, ooh, and I, like, stop and think about it in that
2: moment. Mm-hmm. Right. Um,
1: but, like, with this one, it was just kind of like I was going back over, and I was like, no, it's kind of all there, which is nice, because it was everything I picked up on was something right. I say later. So I think that was good for this chapter. It wouldn't be good, like, consistently, just because right. <laughs> it's good to have some mystery to it. But I think, like with a serious chapter like this where you're getting, like, a couple of very key things across, I think it's good for your readers to have something to be like, okay, I get that. Cool. All right, I'm ready for the next chapter. Like, I know what's going on.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like that brief, like, recap of it. Because we could have just tried to skip to the next thing and kind of just left that in the air. But he didn't do that, right? And yeah, he has really good dialogue sections like that, Mira. Um, Especially, like, there were a few of these, like, before we got to the Band of the Hawk, right? Like, there were a couple Mm -hmm. of, like, conversations between him and Puck, um, you know, after all of this stuff happens, right? So he's kind of a different person. But it is, like, these kind of, like, recap moments of, like, yes, we acknowledge that these things happened. um, And here's kind of where the character's at. We're not going to, like, sugarcoat it, but at the same time, it's not going to be like, no, Casca, I'm leaving! Because, (laughs) like, it's not, like, you know, some Seven Deadly Sin shit or something. So. Yeah, no, it's... <laughs>
1: no. Yeah.
0: No, no, no. And that's the, that's the thing, right? And that's what I like about, like, Berserk. And that's it's not exclusive to this manga. There are other mangas that know how to do this, like, dialogue thing, right? But I feel like so, some mangas, you get to the point where the characters just tell you what's happening. And you're like, I don't... Like, <laughs> yeah. I know that that's what's happening. Can we just, can we just keep going? Like, and, and that's how you know this isn't isn't like a shonen manga, right? Because shonen mangas do that a lot. Like, it's literally just like, they they're beat like, the it, it. beats you upside the head with it. If something emotional happened, they beat you upside the head with that. Because they're like, look, it's, it's, it's a shonen, And we're, we're, we're attempting to here's do nuance. Yeah, here's a flashback. Yeah, here's a fla- yes, here's the 30th flashback. Which, thank you, Berserk, for having moment. minimal flashbacks, yes. To the Seriously. to the same thing you've seen 30 times, right? And, you know, so these are, like, the moments I like from this manga where it is like, oh, yeah, I know, it is about big swords and stuff, but it's also about, you know, where are the characters mentally in this little journey? And, you know, once again, kind of leading back to, like, kind of messing with the reader, too. Like, he messes with the reader, and then he also, like, Gives them that relief of like, oh, did Griffith tell them not to go? It's like, no, he's just kidding. He did. Because he's Griffith right. and logically for his character, he wouldn't have let them go down there because no matter what you think of Griffith, one thing that he knows is that he wants his team to be strong to do what he needs to do. And Casca and Guts are the strongest people he has. So yeah, yeah. he's not going to let them go. So that's just logical, right? It's not like right. an uncharacteristic thing. Like everything makes sense when it happens.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think, and we've talked about this before. I haven't said anything nice about him in a while, so I will let myself <laughs> reiterate it. But um like I do think he does a very good job at like relaying these very like human moments in a lot of ways and like I don't know. It shows like how introspective he can be, which is again why the past arc like annoyed me and Cheval so much because we were like, we know, we know you can do it. We know you can do better, but you're choosing not to, which is frustrating. exactly so, um And like, I don't know. I do feel like Mira has some moments where he definitely like, it's kind of like, this is happening. This is a thing. And it's like, I know I've, I've been reading it, you know, but like, mm-hmm. I feel like he's also good at like, Just, like, having a scene like this and then just kind of letting it, like, naturally ease out. Like, it doesn't feel like it's forced in there for, like, exposition or anything. Even though it is, like, telling you things. It's really more about, like, showing through people's words than, like, being, like... And then they went on the hill and probably talked about these things that I'm going to allude to but not really expound on until I give you a flashback later, you know?
0: Right. Or like, or like, winking too hard at like, this will come back later. Like, stuff like that, right? Like, like, that's cool when you're doing a podcast like this, right? But it's not cool when you're like a reader. And you're like, this will come in soon. Like, no, I don't want to. Like, feed me crumbs without like, 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 there's difference. There's just being like feeding reader crumbs and like, leading them somewhere and you know, some readers do that some writers do that and lead them nowhere, right? And then some of them just give you the whole give you the whole fucking loaf of bread and they're like, here, here's what's happening. Here you go. Do you understand now?
1: It's like, no, I still don't. It's like it's, um Chekhov's dialogue or whatever. I don't know. No, literally it literally like... <laughs> It's like Ah, here's this thing, a wink wink, and, like, with this, you're like, oh, it'll probably come back around that Guts is gonna leave, you know, but Mm -hmm. it gives you long enough to forget it. It's not just, like, bludgeoning you upside the head with it. Yeah,
0: because we had, like, three or four chapters in between this, right? Like, the other shit has happened, um, most of which we talked about was not very good, but that's besides the point.
1: Yeah, Whether it was good or not, there's, like, it's been a bit since Guts had, like, uh, mm, I don't know how I feel about this moment, so. Mm -hmm.
0: Right, exactly. Yeah, but but no, these are good, good couple of chapters, especially rounding out the last few, so.
1: Yeah, definitely. I, like, even the end of the other one, just because it's, like, you know, capping it off with, like, Guts being... An idiot, as per usual. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, I feel like it ends the forest ravine sequence with, like, you know, it ends it pretty well, as yeah. well as you can. <laughs> and yeah, it, it, and it kind of
0: just, I, I like how it does just, like, flash to the next scene afterwards. See, they're like, whoa, we found guts. And it's like, all right, anyway, let's, we're done, yeah. we're done with that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> let's get yeah, out of like, there. Like, <laughs> like, this is obviously, like, not a deep thing, but just, like, <laughs> Cuts being like, I can walk when he's like immobile is mm-hmm. just very
0: He's on a stretcher. <laughs> <laughs> he's like,
1: I can walk, and Costco's like, man, shut the fuck She's up. She's like, shut your dumb Lay ass
2: down.
0: Who the fuck told you you can walk with your dumb ass? That that's what that was one of my favorite parts too, because it's like he's completely like you said, like he's out of it. They had to put him on the stretcher. And I, I like it too, because this was kind of like a It's kind of given us a comparison point, right? Because I think I said this during the reading, but this is kind of like his skeleton moment, whatever, right? When I think it was chapter two, whenever the priest's daughter um, that picked him up died, and he had to kill all those dudes, and Puck just kind of sat in the trees and watched, right? Like, even though he still had a hard time with that, he kind of picked up his sword and kept going, right? Yeah, Yeah. this time he was almost dead. Like, like, and he he wasn't fighting... Yeah, he's not quite there yet. The sword's probably half the size, which is... Believe me, it's still saying something. Because this one's, like, really long. But it's not as, mm-hmm. like, gigantic as the other one was. Like, the other one's literally, like, a slab of metal. But this one, you can still consider this a sword, right? But, yeah, yeah it, it is cool to see, like, Mira is showing us, like, Oh, no, he's still a badass. But, like, um, he had to face, like, non-immortal enemies this time. And he got fucked up. So... Yeah, you know, right. he's, he's still, he he's obviously a long ways off, which is kind of cool, because I feel like this was just calling back to that scene in several ways, because, like, some of the panels are a little similar. Similar, mm-hmm. There's that whole thing where, like, you know, it's, like, kind of eerie with, like, all these dead bodies on the ground, and you just see Guts sitting somewhere. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. hey, how's it going? I'm still alive. But, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. I, I like that juxtaposition. Yeah. No,
1: I think that's how I had a thought, and then it just, like, I know. Oh, Jesus Christ! I'll get it back eventually. Um. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> Thought no, no thoughts had empty, and Yeah, saying,
1: I think it was uh, about the skeleton stuff. There. Oh wait, I remember now. Okay, so uh, you can cut me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, you talking about the power levels and stuff reminded me of uh one of my biggest beefs that i have right now with a couple of manga that i've been reading because i have it with um most shonen right now but mainly chainsaw man and Jujutsu kaisen um (laughs) where there's not really any stakes or build to like the main character's strength so like They'll, like, kind of have a moment at the beginning where you're, like, oh, they're not strong yet. Mm
2: -hmm. And then,
1: like, suddenly they're taking on, like, these huge, like, things that, like, even the adults are struggling with, you know? And, you know, it's, like, the chosen one kind of thing, right? But, like, at the same time, like, there's not a lot – there's not – you can't really go much higher than that. And so, like – power levels start to mean like nothing at a certain point, right? Like it's like in Dragon Ball Z where like at first it was a really big deal that it was over a certain amount and then it like got ridiculous eventually because like <laughs> how are you like how are you going to go even higher, you know? Um like what is the scale? What is the context? But I feel like Berserk generally speaking does a pretty job at scaling guts because you know, he starts as a kid and he's a kid, he doesn't know shit and then you think he's pretty strong but then he comes up against... Um, oh, our boy. Um, <laughs>
0: um,
1: our demon boy.
0: Um, oh my, my gosh.
1: <laughs> my mans. Um, you know,
0: they come yeah! With- fucking... <laughs> oh, Nosrati Zod. Yeah, yeah, Zod. Yeah. Like, it's like... I can't
1: get there. The yeah, sickest
0: name long. ever, and I fucking forgot it. I can't believe this
1: shame on us um but yeah you know he comes against sod and gets his fucking ass beaten and then like even here like he was he managed to kill the guys but he's like completely immobile now so like you know there's still like a little bit of scaling even though his strength like is ridiculous and then like later on obviously he comes up against stuff that he really struggles with and he has to improve from that so it's not like as tiring as to me as it is with some things, because sometimes I'm like, like with Jack and ball Z, it's just silly yeah. to me. You know, I don't yeah. really care about that. I'm just there to have a good time. It's all good. Yeah. Um, Chainsaw man. I can kind of get into that state of mind, but it takes a bit with Jujutsu Kaisen. They like try to convince me that he's like, learned this whole technique in like an hour. And I'm just like, sure. <laughs> oh, I, <laughs> I, lo- I,
0: I love that. I, I can't lie, I love that shit. There's a couple of moments like that in JoJo where I'm like, what? I'm like, how did How did he just... And they're like, yeah, because he's fucking cool. That's how he did it. And I'm like, all right, never mind. That's cool. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm fine with this, I guess.
1: <laughs> I think if Jujutsu Kaisen was a little more ridiculous about it, I wouldn't mind. But, like they try to treat it as like really significant every time and it's like oh it's this and that and the other and I'm like can you just say he's cool and he did it and I wouldn't be judging you as hard as I am right now but I don't know um that one specifically Mm -hmm. bothers me but I feel like with Berserk it's still very ridiculous and sometimes it's like of course Gus did it because he's Mr. Strong Cool Guy and you're like yeah, yeah, I guess, you know, but then, like, he still gets his ass beaten every now and then. So you're like, okay, I yeah, got this, all right, Yeah.
0: Not, not the Mary Sue uh, <laughs> anime protagonist that we've all come <laughs> I mean, to he love. he is, but yeah. not in that way. Probably. Not in that way. So, sometimes he is, yeah, you know, because sometimes he's just the perfect misogynist. Not, not the bad one,
2: though. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> he,
1: see, he does it because it motivates her, not because he's making fun of her, obviously. Slash! Slash. Slash.
0: I I don't know. These were a couple good chapters. I'm really excited to get to the Battle of Dolgrey, because those should be pretty fun chapters to run through. Like, there's just a couple of, like, really fun dialogue sequences. There's obviously a battle that happens at some point. Um, But we'll be here for at least the next few episodes um, when we start Mm -hmm. that section, because the Battle of Dolgrey is at least, like, four or five chapters, I think. It's pretty long. Um, And a a lot happens. Yeah, it reminds me of, it reminds me of a a less long version of, um, so people who have um, abused themselves with Attack on Titan, which is a lot of people right now, Um, there's there's this, this, everybody knows, everybody knows this, if you even watch this shit for more than two episodes, there is an arc that is like seven episodes. Um, This is like that, except a lot more digestible, and more than two fucking things happen, in each chapter. (laughs) So this is going to be a good like little next, like three or four episodes with this section. As far as Doldry goes, the art does take another like increase in quality too. I don't know what kind of like um, performance enhancing drugs. uh, Amiro was on, but he starts doing some more cool shit, but uh, yeah, no, no, we get some really, really cool developmental stuff. As far as like story, some stuff that we talked about before comes back without spoiling too much. But, right. uh, yeah, no, no, a lot of a lot of stuff coming full circle to where it was like, oh, that wasn't just gratuitous. Thank you. Thank you, Mira. That wasn't just you talking right. about because pe- I I am very confident that Costka's period pains will not come back um, <laughs> later on as an essential part of the story. So, um, oh, my
1: God. Can you imagine if he was like psych? It was plot relevant, and it you're was... like, Mitch, shut the
0: fuck She up. had endometriosis, and it's like a different fucking like monster they have to fight or something. No,
1: know. but <laughs> it's like a chestburster kind of thing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, looking at it, we'll be spending probably at least four episodes on the Battle of Doldry, and then yeah. I forgot that. The, the arc that happens right after it, I'm looking right now, is after mm-hmm. it, so I am very hype about that shit. Um, yes, yeah, the arc after that one it. is also
0: very good. Yeah, we're, very it, we got for you guys. That's going to probably take us a couple months to get there, but it's mm-hmm. it's all worth it. it, it yeah, it, a lot of stuff comes back. Um, people that I asked about come back. Um, just it, it's it's a, it's a it's a good old time. So yeah, no, we will have not another dip in quality. And I'm not talking about the podcast, I'm talking about the, the manga. We will not have a different you're quality final. for a while. We, sh- we should be good <laughs> for a minute. <laughs> yeah, the, this podcast is always awesome. I ain't got I nothing negative to say about this podcast. But, um, no, yeah, so if you're ready for more of that, just make sure you, you know, tune in for the next few episodes. We're back on a more consistent schedule, less stuff happening, but also life always happens, so we'll let you guys know when there's delays. Um, so... Yeah, just keep an eye on our social media stuff for that. But I'm just glad that I'm back to reading Berserk more. I'm I stopped for a minute. I'm I'm quite ahead of where we are now, but I stopped for a minute just because um, was slightly more into video game stuff for a minute because I'm playing a lot of uh, Isaac and fighting games and all that. But um, back to actually reading again. I Actually, didn't read anything for a couple weeks. I was reading some books too, and then I was like like non you know um, manga books, and I was like. Yeah, my brain can't do this right now. So, yeah. Back to Yeah. Using a yeah, side of my I, brain.
1: <laughs> I completely understand. I just got back to reading recently too and like mostly catching up on like manga I've been neglecting um but also I have like a stack of library books now that I need to get through. <laughs> and like I got one and I really don't want to finish it, honestly, but I'm going to cuz I hate myself. But um, yeah,
2: we'll yeah, get
0: to that. yeah. No, we'll get, we'll get to it eventually. Yeah, but um, no. Th- thanks, thanks to you guys for tuning in every time we we talk about this. Um, it, it, it is it is funny seeing how much we do have to edit out because we do we do use this time a lot to just talk to each other, which is fun. oh yeah, we
1: just be shit. we
0: just be talking shit. I think we talked about Elden Ring for like fifteen minutes before we even started recording, which is probably my fault. But it, no, it is it is. What I was talking is. too. So. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but no. Um we will be back soon with episode 20, which we'll have 20 episodes out. We're actually almost I think we're almost oh a year. God. We're almost a year into the podcast this year. This is
2: Christ.
0: will be I'll we'll have to oh, do something for that, that would wow. be. Wow. Cool. Yeah, no. First first episode was Oh, yeah, no. Okay, we had a few more months. First episode was in August. Okay. So we got, got four more months. So yeah, no. Yeah. But um yeah, so um if you guys want to contact us, you can catch us online our twitter is at let's underscore unpack underscore it why do i always i always pause (laughs) if the the first underscore like fucking shuts my brain down or something um you can also catch us um on instagram at unpack that pod and we also have a gmail we're unpacking it at gmail.com so if you guys have any suggestions anything you talk about any cool articles you find any cool art you have anything you guys want to show us um, that you wanted to talk about on the podcast, feel free to shoot it over to us and we'll talk about it. um We're always finding interesting stuff ourselves. We would kind of want to hear from you guys too, as usual. But yeah, if you have any of those ideas, feel free to reach out to us. um My Twitter's at shaval P. Uh, Cows is at um, Botanical Night. So go find us. And d- well, yeah, don't yell at us about Berserk. Just talk to us about Berserk. It's fine. <laughs> but you um, can yell. But yeah, go I'm yell.
1: Enough, so.
0: Yeah, you can yell at us. We will, we'll, we'll, be, we'll be yelling back though. So just be prepared for that. But yeah, guys, um, <laughs> thanks for tuning into episode nineteen, and we will be back with the Battle of Deldry and more probably uh, fighting game talk <laughs> uh, soon. So yeah, we'll see you guys next time.